Thank you for joining us for our Word of the Day. This morning as we continue through the Bible, we're going to look at 1 Samuel chapter 13. This chapter is one of the saddest chapters in the life of Saul because it is a chapter where God rejects him as king. God's had issues with Saul ever since he was anointed king. He started out really good. He started out trusting God and listening to the advice of Samuel, who's the last judge. He's also a prophet. He's also one of the high priests. So he's been listening to the advice and the wisdom of God's man as he's led the nation of Israel. He's had a lot of victories with the Philistines, but he's also had some, some problems. In one instance, God told him to go down and destroy all the Amalekites and told him, said, kill all the women, kill all the children, uh, don't spare anybody, don't spare any animals. And when he's coming back from that battle, he meets Samuel, and Samuel's like, well, how did it go? Did you completely obey? And Saul, of course, says, yeah, we did great. We completely obeyed God. But Samuel hears sheep and oxen, uh, and he says, well, what's with all these animals? You didn't leave with animals. Why are you coming back with animals? And Saul blames it on the people. He says, oh, well, the people wanted them for sacrifice, but he also spared the king of the Amalekites. And so Saul, Samuel gets very angry because Saul disobeyed God. He ends up killing the king himself and kind of rebuking Saul and then goes on about their way. But in chapter 13, the Israelite army is fighting the Philistine army, and Saul had sent message to Samuel to come and help them to offer sacrifice so that God would be on their side. And Samuel said, I'll be there uh, as soon as I can. But as the battle rages on, more and more uh, Israelites are fleeing the battlefield. The Philistines are getting closer and closer, and Saul gets impatient. And so he offers a sacrifice to God. He slaughters the animal and offers a burnt sacrifice to God, which was strictly forbidden. The only people who were allowed to sacrifice to God, even on the behalf of the nation of Israel, was someone from the tribe of Levi, which Samuel was. Saul was not. So he completely disobeyed God. Samuel shows up. He sees what has happened. And God finally tells him, I, I regret that I made Saul king, and I am rejecting him. And look what the Bible says in verse 13. And Samuel said to Saul, Thou hast done foolishly. Thou hast not kept the commandment of the Lord thy God, which he commanded thee, for now would the Lord have established thy kingdom upon Israel forever, but now thy kingdom shall not continue. The Lord hath sought him a man after his own heart, and the Lord hath commanded him to be captain over his people, because thou hast not kept that which the Lord commanded thee. So Samuel, he tells Saul, he goes, if you would have just trusted God, if you would have just obeyed God and done what you were supposed to do, God would have kept your kingdom forever. But now, God's rejected you. And God is looking for a man after his heart to lead the nation of Israel. This is the first reference we get to King David. Now, David wasn't perfect. David had his own flaws and failures, but David had a heart for God. And that's what God's looking for. God's not looking for us to do great things in his name without him. God is looking for someone who has a heart for God. And here's what that means. God's looking for someone who loves what he loves, who cares about what he cares about, who has a desire to walk with God and please God and live for God. And God's still looking for that type of person. 
God's looking for someone who, no matter how dire the situation may be, no matter how difficult it may seem, God's looking for someone who trusts Him, who obeys Him, who walks with Him, who has a heart for Him. And that's hard for us to do. Because like we said, David, like Saul, started out great. Has faith with God when he faces Goliath. Trust God when he's being chased by Saul in the wilderness. Trust God as he's conquering the Philistines. But he gets to the point where he stops trusting God, stops walking with God. He sins with Bathsheba. He kills Uriah. His family falls apart. He numbers the people when he's told not to. Just failure after failure. But what made him a man after God's own heart is every time he failed, he confessed his sin, he repented of his sin, and he got right with God. That's what God wants for us. He doesn't, he doesn't ask for perfection because we can't be perfect. Because we are human, we are going to fail. There's only one who's perfect, and that's Jesus Christ. But God's looking for people who love him, who want to walk with him, and who, when they fail, they have a heart like God, a heart like David, where they confess it, they forsake it, and they get right with God. Saul never did that. Saul's pride kept him from humbling himself before God, admitting his sin, forsaking his sin, and seeking to reestablish his relationship. He would never do that, but David always did. Let's be a people who have a heart for God, a heart to love what he loves. What does God love? God loves people, all people. God died for everyone in the world. So God wants us to love everybody. God wants us to love his kingdom and seeing people get saved and seeing people get baptized and seeing his, his church grow and his name be proclaimed. God loves holiness. We are holy through the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, but we still sin. And when we do sin, to reestablish that connection and reestablish that holiness, we need to confess it and forsake it before God. Because God says, if we confess our sins, it doesn't say if we don't sin. Because we're going to sin. But when we do sin, if we confess them, he's faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Let's be a people who have a heart for God. Thanks so much for joining us for our word of the day. Be back here tomorrow as we continue through the book of 1 Samuel. Have a blessed day.